Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between, offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Hello, and welcome to the Comedians Playing Fantasy Premier League podcast with me, Matt Ford. And me, John Richardson. This is the podcast where we follow the highs and lows of fantasy football and the highs and lows of real-life actual kicking-the-ball football. For instance, I'd rather my team had won this weekend than my FBL team, and I'm in luck, because they did, Mm. and I didn't. Yes, so you may remember a few weeks ago, I'd drawn level after John took a 5-0 lead, then it was 5-all. John benefited from, uh, it's not quite cheating, but obviously I'd forgotten to play. Um, so John sneakily used that as an well, advantage. I played my free hit as well. Stupid. Yeah. And now, uh, I'm 63 points to what did you get? 59 or something? 59. But do you know the difference this week? Do you know the difference between your victory and my loss? Uh-huh. Wonderful performance of Joe Gomez. It's one of those weeks where FBL just doesn't matter. Joe Gomez scored one point. That meant I lost this week. And I'm absolutely delirious because he had a shocker. Playing for Liverpool, who were shit, and they lost to the slightly less shit Leeds United. Well, we will come on to that stunning victory for Leeds. But let's let's just dwell on FPL for a second. Yeah. Uh, I, I beat you sixty three points. Actually, the, the problem I've got is, I'm, whenever I play a Forest player, it, it it doesn't work out for me. I should have played. Um, is it Gwehi? Gwehi, yeah, I think. Uh, he'd have got me six points. So had I played him, I'd have got sixty eight mm. points instead of my sixty three. Um, would have cut it. I transferred Haaland out for Kane. Yeah, that Captain was bold. Kane. I know. I just thought Haaland wasn't going to play, and I was right. Um, but you didn't but... even attempt to use anyone on your bench? Because you're going to have to bring him back in, aren't you? Maybe. Are you going to leave him out? Are you leaving him out right up to the World Cup? <sighs> How long is he going to be out for? That's the thing. Well, he's still got the little uh, yellow Richard Osman's favourite, 75% chance of playing. Yeah, I think, uh, I think he might be out for a bit. Now, had I Captain Jesus... Jesus, I just couldn't bring myself... The problem was I got emotional about the stock and I let football... You know what? Because I was going to the Arsenal-Forest game, I didn't want to go in having banked on Arsenal. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, you don't want it even in the back of your mind. I understand when you go into the game. I, of course, was working during Leeds Liverpool. I had no qualms whatsoever with Captain Mo Salah, who I brought in for De Bruyne. I watched that De Bruyne free kick going, thought, ah, shit. But actually, you know, you you just, I just, I don't like my team. I've got about five players who I need to get rid of. I don't know whether to just take a big hit one week, but we're so near to this World Cup right now, just going to limp through to the end. But I mean, Nico Williams is doing nothing for me. Luke Ayling doesn't start. Josh De Silva doesn't start. It's just, uh, I mean, there's some serious work needs doing over Christmas. It is hard for both of us because we've picked players from our clubs. And yeah, our both club- our clubs are doing shit. Let's yeah. be honest. It is a real handicap. There's no way we can catch the top of the league when week in, week out, we're having to pick three players from literally among worst teams in the league. I know we're mid-table now thanks to our stonking victory, we're actually on the march to Europe. However, it's not ideal, is it? No, and 
I was happy for you that you beat Liverpool, but it did take the shine off us beating them the week before. Yeah, I, I must admit, you so, have oh, put yeah. more pressure on us because I thought we were going to get spanked. I really realised the peerless negativity inside me this week. I, I obviously enjoyed the victory. It would have been nice to be there. I was working, so I came off, checked the score, watched match today, all great fun. Immediately thought, it doesn't matter if we don't beat Bournemouth next week. I mean, I think I've just got to a level where I just can't take joy in anything. It really made me stop and think this week. What is your problem? What are you looking oh, John. for? John, John, I, 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 I hope you're dialing this up for comedic effect because you've got a lot to be happy about in your life. Purely in football. I mean, like, oh, I see. I, I just all I could think was, well, that's kept Jesse Marsh's job, so now we're definitely going down. I mean, that's not a sensible reaction, is it? No, because my and I, uh, lots of Leeds fans say this is oh the the problem is it means Jesse Marsh keeps his job and yeah yeah he keeps his job because you've beaten Liverpool so maybe he's good at his job maybe you should want to keep him beaten Liverpool we've beaten Chelsea and we had our best performance of the season against Arsenal however we haven't beaten Villa Everton Crystal Palace you know Leicester all the teams in and around us puts a lot of pressure on Leeds Forest you know why because it's a funny old, old league isn't it. It's a funny old league, mate. It's a horrible league, and the only thing worse than it is the championship. Yes. So let's hold on to that. So um, obviously, Forrest got beat five in the Arsenal. I was there in the away end. Lovely day out. Um, walked to the old Highbury because I find that fascinating that that's flats now. So I just thought, well, mm. you know, a bit, bit of culture in a way, a bit of history. In a way, it was like being on holiday and going, oh, we're going to see the Coliseum. Let's go and have a look at the Ivory Flats. So we went and did that. Another hidden advantage for the London clubs, as if they don't have enough already. What do you mean? Well, I mean, the idea that any other football club that wanted to redevelop their ground could gain that much of a premium selling that building on for luxury flats. I mean, not to besmirch the area of Leeds that Ellen Road is in. There aren't any big developers coming in to turn that into a luxury condo. Well, so, the issue obviously was again, the, they were listed buildings, so they couldn't hmm. be demolished. So the whole thing would have probably been raised to the floor uh, were it not for our wonderful law, which um, preserves <laughs> buildings of beauty uh, for the public good. Um, so they are community assets. In that regard, you can walk past them and have a good old look for free. And we did. Then I had a couple of beers. I didn't want to get too drunk. And I didn't want to get drunk um, until afterwards. <laughs> I just wanted to take the edge off the, you know, I'm a very nervous um, mouse of a man. When it comes, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm on edge until we're in well, there. Well, you've seen the traumatic to... incident at your last football game as well. That will have been on your mind. Perhaps it's my turn. Perhaps I'll be wearing the catcher's mitt today. God, yeah. I hadn't thought of that. I wonder if anyone at the Arsenal Forest game did poo themselves afterwards. I mean, twice as many people there. So twice the odds, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think certainly. I mean, we, we've said it before. I think any full Premier League stadium, someone's going to cack their pants at some point. So um, I'm there. I'm in the away end. We're having a wonderful time. They score early, but we get to uh, half time 1 0. And, in, you know, in the vomitory areas, chatting to Fodge, oh, I can might get a draw here, you know, playing all right. And then they come back out, bang, bang, 3 0 down. And you're like, oh, this is it. And then 4 5. And then you're just thinking this could be 6 or 7. But I stayed to the end. I stay to the end. Because you know what, John? I remember standing there thinking, I'm still watching Forrest in the Premier League at Arsenal. Mm. What a treat. Even at 5-0 yes, down, I just thought, oh, look at them. The more those defeats come in, the more you realise this is going to be a, a rare season, you know, because next year oh. you'll be back at Middlesbrough. We have a £100 million war chest ready to go in January, pal. Yeah, you spend your way out of it. Works well, over the summer, doesn't it? 
Oh, we would be Where's in a worse... Where's your money coming from? Dollar, dollar. Where's it coming from? Ched man's cheese, isn't it? What's all this? What's all this? Oh, yeah, the Ched, yeah. Is that what yeah, you're saying? Make it rain, the, uh, make it rain. Jonathan Forrest uh, at the Court of Arbitration this week for sports defending their spending, saying, well, it's dollar, dollar. Yeah, it's Ched, it's cheese, isn't it? It's Reddies, but, it's Cash, it's Wonga, it's Dosh. How much of you? You can't have any left. We've got hundreds of, we've got an endless pit of Dosh sloshing around in Wonga. <laughs> and you're jealous. You know what this is? I am jealous. I'm 100% This is the politics jealous. of envy. If Leeds want more money, why don't they just work harder? <laughs> yeah? All I want is a left back and a striker, and then I'll be a very happy little troll. But yes, I don't but understand we've... where you're getting all your pennies Mr. from. Mr. Marinakis, who will provide. Well, how is he able to keep providing? Surely at some point he has to cut his losses. He knows how to make a few quid, mate. He knows how to make money. He's a shrewd businessman. What, 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 what? Who owns what, your what, lot? What, what, what do they do for a living? Um, our owner, Mr. Rattani, owns a company that uh, sells sports rights uh, all over the world. And that's why he made a perfectly ethical business trip to Myanmar during the killings. And oh. then in an unrelated incident some months later, uh, was able to sell sports rights into that country. So... Purely a coincidence. Well, maybe he should be better at his job because Mr. Maranakis is a talented businessman. He uh, is successful. And what does he do? He is a shipping billionaire. Mm-hmm. Who, oh, that's yeah, how you're getting all these players over. Just on containers. Crack open one of those containers and like 100 players spill out and he just grabs Yeah, like bouncy balls. Yeah, they're all greased up and he's got to try and rugby tackle one and whoever he catches gets to play for Forest. Yeah, that's basically how it works. And there's just containers okay. of these players just out there bobbing around on the sea. Who do you want? I mean, obviously you want, like, Harry Kane. Yeah, I don't but think we'll get Harry Kane. What's the problem at Forest? When you're watching your team go down 5-0, what are you, oh, where are you thinking the problem is? Everywhere. I mean, everywhere. Yeah, so, full new eleven. I would well, Let me just tell you now, not to go full Kevin Keegan, I would love it if you literally bought a new first team in January and sacked off the eleven you had. That would be hilarious. Well, there are good players there. You know, there, 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 Yates is good, and Dean Henderson's a good goalie. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there are other positives around, but it, it's bloody hard, isn't it? It's a hard league. So, um, oh, I almost forgot. It's the stat pack. Pickford in goal. I tell you what, Newcastle players. Callum Wilson, 19 points. Yeah. Yeah, he's been on my list for a long time. I need to get rid of Skamaka. Got my eyes on mm. Wilson, but I can't, can't afford to make that move at the moment. Trips, uh, Dalot, uh, nine, Trippier, 11, Mitchell, 11, me, 11, Nelson from Arsenal, 19, Almiron, Newcastle, well, 12. Saw that coming. Two goals from a player. Uh, I, I, I haven't even heard of him. Who? Nelson. I know. Come on for Saka, didn't it? That was my main concern, you know, obviously. Well, apart from Forrest getting pumped, was when Saka limped off. I just thought, oh, no, the World Cup. Yeah, the curse. Do you think it's because you were there? Do you think I've cursed him just by being there and, and sending him nice vibes? I think you cursed Forrest, and that's why they lost 5-0. And I think you cursed Saka, and that's why he got injured. That's what I think. I don't think it was my fault, you know. I am seriously tempted now to bring in um, a Bournemouth defender. For, for Leeds' game next week. I really enjoyed the feeling of not having that double jeopardy. Just like, well, I can't lose. Either my FPL team will do well or Leeds will win. And I think I'm going to roll with that. 
I think oh. I'm going to put all my three Leeds players in my starting eleven, and I'm going to bring in a Bournemouth defender. And who are you going to bring in? Uh, I don't know. I wish I could tell you the names of any of the Bournemouth. I know Kiefer Moore, but I don't want to bring him in in case he he's scores. not a defender, though, is he? He's not a defender. He's a big boy. He's a big boy up front, isn't he? He's a big boy, yeah. He is. I I don't like the look of him, I have to say. I'm sure he's a lovely fella, but he looks like he's he wears too much mean. aftershave. Yes. Yeah, I just can imagine see he's that. got you know what, he's the sort of man that in the nineties he'd have bought pheromone spray. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he stinks of hormones, doesn't he? He's like, Oh my god. You can almost like the testosterone is like bursting through his pores. He's just like oily. He just, oh, God. I bet he wears really tight trousers on a night out and shoes White with no ones. socks. Yeah. White jeans. Yeah, and I bet he's just always, he always just looks angry. You're like, Keith, you've got a great life. Chill, man. I tell you what, they're good, uh, good value, these Bournemouth defenders. Well, there the might be a reason for that. The Bournemouth defender is 4.5 million. That's, uh, I might be getting rid of Nico Williams this week. He might be on his I way I mean, out. I don't know why. I've got him because he's a Forest player. Why you've got him is mildly beyond me. Because he's cheap. And I was told by a reliable source who supports the Nottinghamshire Reds that he was handy for an assist. I thought he was. Yeah, he's he, not. He, he didn't even he's start. Bloody rubbish. He bloody crap. He's, not, he's very talented, but he, he didn't start. This is the problem. Mm. I just feel so sorry for them as well. I, I don't like seeing Forrest get beat. I feel sorry for everyone. No, well, that's, that's one of the key things about being a fan of a football club, I think, isn't it? You'd say that's one of the main elements is not wanting to watch them lose. I still did enjoy it. Isn't that mad? 5 0. I thought, oh, mm. this is quite a nice afternoon out. John, uh, are you sitting down? Yes. Excellent. I've got some very exciting news. <gasps> You've ordered me a new chair. <laughs> Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Want to be more active this summer? Sierra helps you save on everything from swimsuits to stand-up paddleboards, tennis rackets to fishing tackle. And if that doesn't float your boat, we also have pool floats. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! This is your typical radio ad while eating a Crunch Bar. This is Automatic of Auto's Used Cars. This weekend only, we're having a whale! Bring the kids. See for yourself. It is huge. Gonna make a big splash. No other dealer can say they have a whale like this. When things sound dull... Turn up the fun with Crunch. No, better. We've been approached to make our very own CPFPL beer to accompany the podcast with Leeds' very own Kirkstall Brewery. I think we should open it up to the listeners to suggest. Get in touch. What should the comedians playing FPL beer taste like? Email us at hello at cpfpl.com with some suggestions. And for a bit of inspiration... Kirkstall are known for their delicious cask beers like Three Swords and Dissolution, as well as modern hoppy beers like Virtuous and Judicious. So what should it be like? Should it be dark and bitter like John's soul? Or should it be light and positive, sparkling and popular 
like um, one of my mates. As well as brewing great beer, they also own some of the best pubs in West Yorkshire, like the Kirkstall Bridge Inn and the Cardigan Arms in Leeds, the Sparrow Beer Cafe in Bradford, and their own tap room at the brewery on Kirkstall Road. I'm going to do a pub crawl around all of them. Listeners can get 20% off everything on Kirkstall's online shop with the code CPFPL20. And look out for a very special collaboration beer from us and Kirkstall very soon. Just visit the website kirkstallbrewery.com and click on shop. Liverpool fans have been very generous this week. Because obviously in the last two weeks they've lost to your lot and my lot. But generally our fans, uh, Ben uh, said I think Liverpool have the curse. Gary says lost to Leeds and Forest. And yet I'm still looking forward to the next episodes of Comedians FPL. Your words can't hurt me. Um, I indulge in Comedians FPL all the time and as a City supporter, watching Forest beat Liverpool had me waiting for the podcast and then Leeds also smashed it. Well done, lads. Uh, John says we must be big fans of Comedians FPL at Liverpool because last week Fordy's lot won and this week it's John Richardson's lot. Crying, laughing emoji. The thing is with Liverpool, they're still having a good time, aren't they, on the whole? It's all relative. Yeah, they've had a lovely time. Yeah, I mean, I'd we've talked about this before. In you know what? For you, I would. I'd love for you to be able to go and watch a Leeds European night. Oh, just head over to Bruges or something. Just a nice little cheeky away day. A few uh, Grimbergens. Get some free... Oh, I can't have the mayonnaise. I'm vegan. Quah? Oh, don't worry about it, mate. He's already put it on. I'll have it. Do you know what? I want you to go to like a... I'd love you to go to a, a Leeds United game in Europe midweek under the lights and I just thought I could turn on the telly and follow me go, comedian John Richardson was amongst those tear gassed by police. I'd be like, oh my God. Oh, it got all in my eyes. Is that tear gas vegan? Ooh. I, mean, I think it's got not. meat vapour in it. Oh, my eyes. <laughs> I'll be there going, You'd like to him. see me get tear gassed, would you? Yeah, and baton whipped. Like just not... Not a, obviously not a mega beating, but just like I'd like to see them trip you up. <laughs> Let's see Leggett get tripped up by a really scary German cop. <laughs> How's the tour going, John? Obviously, tickets still available. Um, John uh, yeah. yeah, broadly. Yeah, uh, yeah. New dates being added all the time. Uh, we're about to take a winter break, so I've got another month left, and then I shall be off. And that's the time we'll be doing our live show in Arrowgate. Um, oh, that's right, on the 11th of December. I shall be in Wolverhampton uh, this week for two nights, and then I shall be travelling down to Plymouth, where, let me tell you, if you want to come along and bring 500 friends, don't well, worry I, I, about I, that. I, I like Plymouth. Yeah, I, I used South to like England. Plymouth. Mm. Plymouth doesn't like me. Well, there's still lots of people going, John. Focus on the positives. Yeah. So there's that. All right. Still loads of people there. Yeah. John, you are a much-loved person. By who? By me, by your friends. Nah. And I, I would say by the country, your family. Britain loves you. And we're all here to, to celebrate your wonderful life, your veganism that you don't Have like I to died? talk about. You're delivering this like a eulogy. John was a difficult friend. But thankfully, a very small coffin. Just I, I could just carry you on my own. Just one pallbearer, <laughs> cradle your coffin in my arms. Quite a sad thought, isn't it? Speaking of, you know, I'm a great guy. Oh um, yeah, you know, I really best. care about the care about the planet and the little animals oh, yeah. and things. So Callum Wilson, um, he's been playing for Newcastle for two years. 
Yeah. And he's only just moved there. He was commuting from Bournemouth. From Bournemouth? From Bournemouth? But that's like the longest well, commute in England. Announcement. It's ridiculous, isn't it? That can't how, be right. How was he commuting? He can't, he can't have been driving. I refuse to believe he drove that. No, but how else do you do it? On, a, on, a, on an aeroplane? You wouldn't want to be getting a train, would you? What's he doing? Going into London and up to Newcastle? He's, he's going to have to get from wherever that um, Bournemouth train gets in, probably Waterloo, <laughs> in it, And then he's going to have to get the tube across London. He's driving, isn't he? How long is that drive here? Let me do it. I'll do it on Google Maps now. Callum Wilson reveals he's moving his family to Newcastle to end the 700-mile round trip to see them in a bid to make England's World Cup squad, with striker admitting gruelling journeys have contributed to past injuries. To Newcastle-upon-Tyne. So if he was to set off right now, Newcastle to Bournemouth is five hours fitter, six hours, and that's no pee breaks, no wild bean cafes. Yeah. Six and a half the other way. Could be up to eight how many, hours, how depending many miles? on the traffic. Oh, what, 371, yeah, so yeah, 700 rounds. Yeah, the range on... Uh, he's, he's having to stop for petrol there because the range on my car is only 350. You know, if he's driving even a Tesla, the, the Tesla 3 Series, the maximum range is 380 miles, so he's going to have to stop and charge or get petrol. Look at a six and a half hour. And then just, you know, the diet's poor, you, you're pulling into service stations, you're getting yourself a... Yeah curry baguette or you know yeah i'm reading the comments on the uh, daily mail callum wilson story yeah um, <laughs> uh, he'll probably be on the bench once the tool have spent some more cash don't worry callum i'm sure your family are happier living in sandbanks anyway <laughs> um, sandbanks is the posh bit isn't it isn't that where harry Redknapp yeah, lives? yeah confused man says he ain't walking and he ain't catching a bus either get a grip but what's he doing the commute every day and gets good service I can see him banging in the goals at the start of next season I'll bet on him being the league's top scorer when the World Cup begins he'll probably still be shunned in favour of Ollie Watkins they called him Bottlegate Gareth Southgate I don't agree with that no Um, I think Gareth Southgate Genuinely picks the best team he thinks is the best. Yes, I agree. I tell you what, there's been some real football revelations this week, hasn't there? Ooh, go on. You've covered managers picking the best team available to them, and you've covered football fans who don't want to see their teams lose. It's this sort of insight that you just you're not going to get on any of these as a Guardian Football Weekly or whatever any of these podcasts are all about. You cow. You know what I mean. <laughs> You know what I mean. And there are, there are people out there that don't like Southgate, and I, I, I always feel bad for him. Uh, Pie and Mash has, uh, has put under the comments, Southgate will never pick you. He's already got his favourites. I love the idea that somebody logs onto the Daily Mail and writes a comment at Callum Wilson, as if Callum Wilson is reading the article about himself and then checking the comments. But he is, though. I've given that man a Cockney accent because his name's Pie and Mash. That seems fair, doesn't it? I think so. I love Pie and Mash. Have you ever had a jellied eel? Well, due to my allergies, no. Mm. Have you ever had one? No, due to my desire not to eat shit. <laughs> what do you make of... Have you seen the TVs in the urinals in Ipswich? Yeah, what's the, is the idea that you can watch the game while you go to the toilet? Yeah, so it became a thing a few years back. You'd have a telly at eye height so that whilst you're urinating, you don't great. miss any of the game. And a lot of football clubs have them and things like that. Isaac's Bar in Ipswich has put a TV screen 
literally in the urinal so you can piss on the TV whilst watching the football. Well, why, why do you want to deprive your penis of Premier League football? He doesn't deserve it. He's been a bad boy. Okay, here's my logic. One, um, the clubs probably think that having a toilet in the urinal will increase um, aim efficiency, i.e. you're forced to look where you're pissing. Because two, football fans will not be able to resist pissing on the face of Jurgen Klopp or whoever. Roy Keane. You'd be like, oh man, if he knew what I was doing here, you sloshing your wheel all over him. People are going to really push hard. It's the wrong height, isn't it? I don't want my penis to see the game. I want to see the game. It would be good if uh, if it were like the arcade game where you could actually move the ball with your Wii. So you like peed on the telly and the ball moved. I mean, men would just never leave the toilet. People are going to love it. I mean, imagine the jokes and the laughs people are going to have over the years. Have you ever had those little... Had the little sort of green grass effect thing with the ball that you Wii the ball into the goal? Yeah, I love those. Wee! <laughs> I mean, obviously they've just been installed, so now they look clean. They're, they're going to get grotty, aren't they? Those it's, wee's going to get all trapped in between the grating and the telly. It's going to stink. Well, they're protected, aren't they? Yeah, and do they only have one channel? Like, can you choose what to watch? Here's a third revelation after it's not nice to watch your team lose and football managers should pick the best team. I don't think you should piss on tellers. <laughs> I think it's a bad habit to get into. Do you know, like, people get hammered and then they go and wee in the wardrobe? I can see Ipswich Town fans getting home from that and pissing on their telly in the living room. Sorry, my babber, we just like, got in the bloody <laughs> habit of pissing on a telly, ain't I? we gone down bloody three now. He pissed all over the telly, ain't I? It'd be Pavlovian as well. Every time they turn the telly on, they'll need a piss. Yeah, if the football comes on the telly, they're all going to run up and waz all over the screen. But a good toilet is such a treat. You can go to a pub that's got a good toilet. You're like, oh, you almost want to take your time. Yeah, it's a, it's a general sign. I think when you get to a gig, if the promoter likes comedy, then it's a good gig. Likewise, if you get to a pub and the toilets are clean, it's a good pub. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, not sure. Sparkling ice, though, they really mean flavor. Like in-your-face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi strawberry slid right into my taste buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either. But it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice. Anything but subtle. You rather get a shit pub with a good toilet, but you do get good pubs with shit toilets. Yes, 
Yes. And it's just, you know, sometimes they actually smell quite nice. Where, where, you know, when, where they've got like the sort of lemon things in the urinal or air freshener. You're like, oh, it can be quite a refreshing experience to go into a cold tile room and just, just be. What's your favourite smelling toilet uh, in the country? You know, the one I always think of actually is, is Foley's in New York. I loved the smell of that toilet. American bars have amazing toilets. Mm. Yeah, always clean, but they insist on those sort of saloon door toilets to the cubicle so you can see somebody's legs underneath. Also, American bowls are shallower than their British brothers and sisters. Yes, they are. There's sort of a plate at the front, isn't there? So the gap, the distance from, say, bomb to water is actually not that much. You're right on top of the thing. Whereas you've got quite a drop in a British toilet. Do you remember we went to that comedy club in, um, was it called Caroline's, just off Times Square? Caroline's, yeah. And we went to see a new act night. Do you remember this? I remember going. I don't remember a toilet incident. Do you remember any of the comedians we saw? I remember seeing a British comic. I remember seeing a man who ended on a Robert De Niro impression. <laughs> right, there was the guy. There was the guy. Oh my god! So this is what was great. Was well, the reason we went there was years before we bumped into Billy Connolly in the street, chatted to him, and said, "Oh, we're two comedians from Britain." And he said, "Oh, you got to go at Caroline's." And we never went. And then this, on our last trip, we're like, "We should go." And when we got there, we were like, "Oh, Billy Connolly told us to come here." And the woman on the door was like, "Billy, did he?" Did, was he? Uh, did he work on the bar here? It was like no, Billy Connolly, like the greatest comedian of all time. We're like, all right, yeah, and, and no one there knew that Billy Connolly had been going to this. Anyway, so we're like, wow, this is a treat. You know, the master has sent us here, and we're here as like keen disciples. New act night is perfect. All American comedians at that sort of level have a really tightly polished. What would you say, like seven minutes? Yeah, that has yeah. like a narrative arc structure and a callback at the end. They're all just like, even if they're not that good, they've all got the sort of structural things. The guy who did the De Niro impression had start his whole thing. He, he weaved together two lines, which was one about his dad putting money in a birthday card and it not being enough, being either too much yes. or not enough, whatever that thing was. What the hell, dad? A five? <laughs> what am I not worth a ten? You're giving other kids the ten, <laughs> yeah. I'm getting the five. All this, it, it didn't really feel like what? terrible observation. And then he basically just at the end worked in a coffee shop and was like, it was like that terrible, and and obviously as someone who does voices, I'm always like, I hope it doesn't sound like that. Be a bit weird, wouldn't it? If if Al Pacino was working in the coffee shop, he's going, so you got your coffee, you got your hot chocolate. I gave him a 10. He tried to weave in the thing. It was mad. Anyway, I remember him. I also remember the middle-aged, he was kind of like Italian-American guy, and he was fine. <laughs> he was saying, you know, at my age, my balls are starting to, you know, they're drooping. And then he goes, you go you go sit on the toilet. You know what happens? <laughs> Splash down. <laughs> and I squealed. He went, this guy knows. You got long balls? Oh, this is funny. Splash down. You got long balls, buddy. <laughs> he he was his balls were so long that when he was going to the toilet they were here. The walls. <laughs> I mean that would we'd have to like he, he'd have to cradle them, wouldn't he? Yeah, I'll just droop them outside the bowl, sort of. But walk, then you drop your pants and then walk backwards. And what sort of like 
arches Willie to the side of his balls. Yeah, you know, like when you're putting a towel over a chair because you don't want to make it dirty, you sort of fan his balls out, like flip his balls out so they settle and then drag them back gently so they nestle against the front of the bowl. What do you mean when you put a towel over a chair? On holiday? Well, no, when you're a messy eater, sometimes you put like a towel or a blanket over the chair so you don't get food on it. Hang on, which chair? Like an armchair? Okay, sometimes you have teas on laps. I say sometimes, I mean all the time. Yeah, yeah. If you don't have a tray and you don't want to spill pasta or soup, you sort of sit on a towel. No? Hang on. The issue if you're having a TV dinner, say, is that you need something between your legs and the plate. Not something between your legs and the settee. Um, no, in general, I think, you know, a, a wet meal, perhaps a Tom Young gong, uh, something that's going to slosh about a bit, or you might knock or spill. Safest to eat. On a white couch, a cream sofa. I, I honestly think, John, you're the only person who puts a towel on a chair before eating. Hello at cpfpl.com. Ever sat on a towel? It's a wonder <laughs> we're not higher in the charts, isn't it? Come on, you towel We've got to be breaking top ten, haven't we? Surely. Which just reminds me, by the way, do leave a five-star written review because that does help with chart position. Or league, you know. Think of it like a league. Get this show up the league, you know. Try and appeal to the FPL elements of our listenership. And have you ever suffered from splashdown? Hello at cpfpl.com. Author, ladies. Um, perhaps a very long labia. That well, that's a heck of a shout. Oh, you don't want to be exclusory, do we? No, 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 that's true. That's also true. I guess what you're doing is progressive. I think so. Doesn't feel like it. Did you see Jesse Lingard this week comforting a, a crying boy? Yeah, so this is the guy who's um went viral on social media because he loves trains. Yeah. And he's got a TV show and... Lingard's on. I haven't actually seen the episode. I've seen the the story. I thought it was lovely of Lingard to, um, yeah, to comfort him. Yeah, I agree. I thought it was a lovely thing. And you know what? The thing is, footballers get a lot of abuse. You know, young working class lads, and I think particularly um, black footballers get a lot. Is that people presume that they're a particular way? I think it's terrible that the assumptions people make. And even with Lingard, who like, oh, he's on TikTok, you're like, that's just like having a phone. That's not going to distract him playing football. And people just presume that, oh, you know, these young lads are Larry or whatever. And, and actually, my experience of meeting a lot of them is they're quite the opposite. They're actually very sweet young men who are very mm. dedicated to their art and their craft and their career. And they're actually lads with nice values. And he, he seems like a very nice man. It just really makes me like Jesse Lingard even more. I'd like him to score a goal. <laughs> That good completes our trio of football facts for the week. We would like to see the players who play for our teams score a goal. Oh, man. Do He's you know got what? a good chance against Brentford, right? I hope so. Um, I do hope so. I mean, we'd... God, we need to start winning some bloody games, don't we? Got to start winning need... them now. Oh, we've got to get some points in the bank, though. Oh, that'd be a nice thing. That, maybe some improv where we um, do characters. I was thinking of this the other day. We should. I, I really loved Old John. And I oh think, yeah. I think maybe Old John and my whoever that guy is that I do like that. that you know, just a forest fan down the pub line. I think they yeah. should. We should check in on them. I think they would get on together. We'd go go for a pint. 
All right, then we should do that next week. Should we see if listeners want to suggest a scenario in which old John and uh, uh, what you're calling your character? Don't know what, what 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 do you reckon he sounds like? A Gary or something? Yeah, I think he's a Gary. Yeah, Gary Smith or something like that. Just a nice bloke. Gary Duck. Gary Duck. Gary Duck. Oh, and then old John can have a pint with a duck. Lovely, because you never Gee, did. Me ass. Congratulations to Rupert Booth's Colm Kickers, who are top of the Comedian FPL Fan League. 905 points. And Dan O'Grady wins the October Another Slice League Prize is a signed Frey Bentos pie, signed by myself and Matthew Ford. And should we get someone else to sign it? Yeah, I'll just have it on me. And I'll keep it on my... I mean, obviously, thinking of what politicians I'm going to encounter, I could... Um... Can maybe get um, uh, someone to sign it. <laughs> I'll have a think. <laughs> That's all we've got time for this week. We'll be back later on in the week with another episode. And remember, go to anotherslice.com where you get bonus exclusive content in the Diamond Club. Go to anotherslice.com slash cpfpl and, uh, well, just go there. Uh, we've got four exclusive episodes already on the platform. There's now monthly FPL prizes, as you've heard, a signed Frey Bentos pie. And we're doing that live show on the 11th of December in Arrogate. Tweet us at ComediansFPL. Email us, hello at cpfpl.com. Find us on Insta. Hit us up on Facebook. And you've got to remember, man, you've got to leave that five-star written review. Bye. Bye.